What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Monkey Mind Podcast. This is episode 22 featuring Eric Foley. Eric's a Providence College alum and former professional hockey player with the San Antonio Rampage, the American Hockey League affiliate of the St. Louis Blues. Let's not waste any more time and get right into the episode. What's going on, guys? All right. <laughs> well, let's get right to it. Foles, appreciate you coming on. Uh, good buddy of mine, his former uh, roommate, Eric Foley. Um, went to Providence together and um, probably one of the most talented guys I've ever played with. But, Foles, why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Tell us, uh, you know, where hockey started. And then in general, and then uh, where you're at now, and then uh, you know we'll circle back to the you know mental health um, aspect of your career. All right, for sure. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. Um, but yeah, so I started uh, playing hockey when I was probably around I don't know five years old. I um, I just started playing with a couple of my buddies. We played on like whatever, like this uh, youth team, kind of pretty normal stuff. Um, I ended up playing for the uh, like Naponsett Valley River Rats in that system. Um, I went to uh, Mansfield High School for one year, Tabor Academy for two years. Then I went out to the USHL in Cedar Rapids. Um, then after that, I went to PC, played with UFLO for, for a quad second. And then uh, I went, um, I, I signed pro and that was pretty short lived. But um, here I am now on the monkey mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's an honor to have you here. But, uh, um, you know, obviously... Uh, you see a lot of guys that have careers cut short because of injury and whatnot. So I regret having to say this because, you know, I wish you were still playing and whatnot. But why don't you touch on the injury aspect and kind of what has gotten you to, you know, the point you're at, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, like – so, I mean, it's a, it was a long process of, like, what had happened. And, like, looking back on it now, like, being older, um, I just noticed things that, like, I, I was kind of naive about when I was younger, right? Like, so, like, I just noticed, like, these little changes, you know, in just, like, the way I was, like, like perceiving things, the way that I was, like, understanding things, Um and it was like when I was young, but like I, at this point, I was just like pretty naive. Like, like for people that don't know that are listening, like I've I've had like some concussion issues um, throughout my career, and it just started probably when I was in at Tabor Academy. Like I just realized like I was just losing sleep. Like I just was I was literally just not sleeping through the night, but I kind of just brushed it off because like at that point, 
no one really knew no one really told me I didn't I had no idea so at that point I just thought hey like this is just probably normal like maybe I'm on a bad cycle or I'm not eating right or whatever um and then I went to uh to Cedar Rapids um and probably like halfway through that season I had a like a really really bad concussion um when I was playing the U.S. program and like I ended up uh I was driving the net my my helmet came off and I just like dinged my head off the uh off the post and like I was out cold and like I feel like that was like the catalyst you know now that I'm like really looking back on it that just started like these issues and then after that I mean I was back playing probably like a week after that injury um and it just like gradually like I just started feeling slower and I just had less energy every day and I mean I got the Providence and you know I was just on the ice I'd just be foggy I felt like I was getting slower and like I wasn't processing things fast enough and it just got to the point where you know I was probably my sophomore year of Providence I just said like hey I, I gotta do something about this because this isn't normal um so I went and saw a doctor and and um you know I, he did some stuff with my neck and stuff and you know he you know that that temporarily helped it so I mean in my mind I kind of thought oh it wasn't a concussion issue it was like a neck issue um but then um come around to when I signed pro um or or uh, I'll I'll take it back a little bit come come around to my last game at Providence I got um I got hit and I clearly wasn't feeling well I remember going to the bench not seeing I, I couldn't see anything I mean I was just you know, I was just in a daze. And then, um, you know, that was my last game at Providence. That was probably in March. And then that whole summer I trained to get back. Uh, I went to the Traverse City Tournament, uh, Prospects Tournament. Uh, for the Blues, I, I played in that. And uh, I got hit again, probably, you know, two concussions within like a four-month span or something like that, four- or five-month span. Um and, you know, that concussion, like, it just hit me differently. I – things just weren't getting better. I, I just, like, could not stand the symptoms that I was going through. Um, and I, and then that was a point where I was like, okay, I, I need to take some time here and, like, just figure my, my – you know, figure my shit out because it was just getting to the point. It was just getting ridiculous. Um, so, and then, you know, here I am now. I still still have symptoms from, you know – that can I wouldn't say it was just that concussion looking back on it now like I said but I think it's just a long long process that I kind of went through that that um you know gradually brought me to where I am now yeah I mean that's obviously a crazy road and you see now concussions are such a fucking such a dagger in so many people's careers that you know over time you take a big hit or something like it's whatever you're young like something's not bothering you but then long-term effect you're like holy fuck like yeah i get hit i i get hit once and i'm like i got these little green stars above me i got all these other things and that's it that's the thing. Like, yeah, I would like, when I was younger, like I was just so naive about like, like I would run through a wall when I was younger and I wasn't even thinking about like, I'd always just thought like, Oh, you're wearing a helmet. You're fine. You know? Yeah. Um, 
but it's it just like yeah it really like dude it just just like being like that naive about it i think it just really just like you know kind of like put me at like a disadvantage because i just had no idea about the long-term effects that like concussions can actually have on you yeah and it's crazy you say that because like obviously we're at uh school together and i'll i'll be honest like i got <laughs> i'm a big boy i got no problem admitting to it it was like going get you in uh one of nate's like one-on-one drills like when he put the uh when he put the nets like facing the corners yeah i was like fuck this like <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna let somebody else yeah hey hey here you go slide up in front of me because like <laughs> dude you always had this like consistent work ethic where it was like you would never have known that you have had a concussion before because I mean, I talked to my brother Rob about it. Um, I'm pretty sure you played for him in the Rats, right? Yeah, Robbie Rob. Dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out fifth line, but uh, <laughs> um, no, him and I have always talked, and we're just like, this is like one of the most like athletic, most talented kids, like we've seen. And I'm like, I'm not like it. I'm trying to get in the lineup. Like, I'm not doing this right now. I'm not going against them. I'm going to let somebody else go. Because you always had this, like, you know, edge to get to the net. And, like, you know, that persistence of just, like, the hardworking, gritty shit to, you know, just put your shoulder down. And, like, all right, I'm going to score this fucking goal. And now you're here talking about, you know, the concussions and whatnot and, like, it's just so crazy to see because you think about all the NHL guys and any hockey player that's had a concussion issue. It's not something that's visible. Like you got a guy that tears exactly, his ACL, yeah. you got a guy that tears his ACL, and it's completely different. But concussion, it's like, all right, this guy can still perform at his best, but he feels like total dog shit or well, exactly. I think it, that ties into like the mental health, like, like part of it too, you know, like you would never know some of these guys are going through what they're going through, but then, you know, it comes out, you know, that these guys are suffering from mental health, but like looking at them, you're just like, Oh, this guy's fine. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like similar in both, both senses where it's like, it's just, it's a hidden it's not a visible injury. Like you tear your ACL. Okay. Well, you, everyone can see the brace on your knee. Like you break your arm. Everyone sees the cast, like concussions, mental health issues. Like you, people don't see that. And it's yeah, almost dude. like, it's almost like people like look at it as like a, like, Oh, like he's, he's, he's fine. You know, like, it's just not the case. Yeah. So up until now, I had no idea about, you know, uh, your, like, past concussion history, juniors, Tabor, and whatnot. But, like, even now knowing that, I, like, still can't comprehend it when we were at school together because, like I said, like, you had such an intimidating factor to your game and style even after, you know, the Tabor, Cedar Rapids, and whatnot. And it's like – 
<laughs> what you just said, it's the exact same as mental health because it, it's a fucking silent killer. Like, yeah, you don't, you can't see it. It's not a scar. It's not stitches. It's not a brace. It's not a splint. It's not whatever other bullshit that comes with a broken arm or, you know, a surgery. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's just wild to see. And I mean, going back to what I was talking about with my brother and I was like, this kid's a fucking specimen. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, yeah, like, okay. yeah, I, I, it's just, it's like a, it's, it's, I guess it's tough. Like, is like, like going, like being like in, in your perspective, like looking at me, like when I was in college, like I knew I was feeling, I didn't knew I wasn't feeling right. I knew I wasn't feeling normal but I just wasn't like aware of like what, like I was just always wondering to being like, why do I feel like this? Why, you know, why am I waking up with no energy? You know, why am I not understanding like basic drills that are being put on the board? You know what I mean? Like why, like why can't I just like comprehend, like, you know, why can I comprehend this stuff? And like, you know, like, you know, you know me Flo, like, you know, like going through drills. I, I hate to say it. Like I was a huge drill killer, but <laughs> but like look, like looking back it's like honestly honestly though looking back it's like i always wondered like i just say like okay you no know, like focus on this drill like try and get it you know and then like i'd try my hardest to do it and i'd still somehow like just not understand it and like that's just me like i, I i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie to you dude i'm pretty sure i've mentioned to danny about how you're probably the most talented kid I've ever played with, but you're the biggest drill. <laughs> and like, yeah, like, no, he's definitely said that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, hey, I'll wear it on my shoulder. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge drill killer. Anyone watching out there, I'm a giant uh, drill killer. But like, like going, like going back, like I just wonder, like, how much of that was related to, like, you know, what my like mental state was at at that point like was it like it was it because of like you know like the injuries i suffered and like because i wasn't allowing my brain to heal you know like i I always wonder that like i but i mean i'll not i mean i honestly will never know but yeah i mean well real quick i, I have a question about that so how much have you've obviously still been going to treatment for your concussions now right yeah how much would you say you've learned throughout that time on concussions and on the brain. Oh, yeah. I mean, have you learned a lot more now that you're able to yeah. really dedicate well, a lot sure, to yeah. that, you know? Like, I like a ton, man. Like, to be honest with you, like, I really, like, I really have learned a lot. I've met with some great doctors and, like, they've given me, you know, like, they, they've shown me, like, given me tests and, like, they've shown the deficits and, like, whether it's, like, you know, hand-eye coordination or if it's, like, uh you know visual or if it's um you know uh mentally like put me through you know tests they they show like the average 23 year old and and you know where i'm at and like you know i i don't i'm not gonna sit here and you know hide it like i'm obviously below i'm below average on those parts but like it's just a thing where it's like i i honestly it's scary because you know me feeling like this and like i guess i was like hiding it for so long 
you know, I just think of like other people out there that are going through the same thing that I'm going through that, that aren't like speaking up and that are yeah. still just playing through it and like, you know, going th- and going through it. Cause I mean, at, at the end of like, at the end of like my playing days, I guess I could say now, I, I guess, but like at the end of my last couple of months playing, like I was miserable, man. Like I would go to the rink my head would just be killing me I, I, or, and, and I just didn't know why. And like, it just got to the, and like I said, it got to the point where I was like, I need to do something about this. I need to meet with doctors about this because this is not normal. And like, I just can't live like this. Yeah. I mean, I mean, dude, you lived with, how, how, I don't even know how long it was. They were living with me, Mac and Nico. Um, was it? A whole year? Was it a whole year? Yeah, almost. It was probably like, it was no, it was probably like half, half a semester. Was it? Yeah. Uh, no, it was a full semester, so half a year. But yeah. like, <clears throat> I think back now, and I'm like, you know, going through my day, I'm like, oh yeah, it's, he used to be my roommate in college. But that now that I'm so invested in this like whole mental health podcast and whatnot, like I look. I look back and I think about like probably the most like in shape kid on our team was you. Like you had this like ability to just like go, 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 but you were sweeping the most and you were, you know, and I was like, I think about it now. I'm like, yeah, it all makes sense because obviously with concussions, like, you sleeping more. You're yeah hesitant to get out of bed for class, but that like way different. My yeah. not getting out of like me not getting out of bed for class is a lot different than you not getting out of bed for class, and like I'll openly admit that. But like mm-hmm. now that I'm looking back, I see it, yeah. and you know it makes more sense now that like you know we've kind of, you know, matured and done our research or asked questions or gotten help. Like it makes sense now because, you know, you'd be on the ice and it would just be, you know, go, go, go. Yeah. But then, you know, a nine thirty, ten thirty class, you're like, yeah, I will. 1231 comes around. You're like, Oh, <laughs> I gotta get to the rink, dude. Like, yeah, really like, from the rink. Like honestly, man. Like it, it just it got. It was at the point where it's like I had to do that. Like I had to like. I just couldn't go. Like, cause you guys obviously know. Like you guys are college athletes. Like it's a grind, man. Like you, like you get up, and at eight you have class in the morning. Like I, I don't know how it was for you guys at Maine, um, but like you, you get up, dude. You go to class. You go to you go to practice and you either have a class after or study hall, like you're going all day. And like, it came to the point where like, I'd honestly have to be like, okay, like you this, eight dirty, this eight 30 yeah. is going to get waved. It's like, it's, it's funny, like looking back on it, but I mean, that's honestly like how I was thinking. Like I'd wake up and I'd say like, it, it, am I just going to be like, I want to be there for, for practice like I, I don't want to like you know be like mentally strained because like at, at those days like going to, and especially with the concussion issues like 
going to class, man, and like reading and like really putting like my my brain like you're really having to turn it on and like uh, like pay attention in class like that would exhaust me like the most like it, it would really like feel like i like went through a workout like after like just doing like a simple class like trying to take notes and like that would just just take so much energy out of me and like it really came to like me being like do you want to like be tired <laughs> for practice or do you want to like go, go to class and i guess i just picked practice <laughs> yeah i mean for people that don't know, Providence has uh, a Western SIB program that you got to take for two years. Two years, right? Yeah, two years. Tough two class. years, and it's a lecture and then a seminar. So it's like in our lecture with like 300 people in the seminar, you split into groups. But like going to these lectures, you're sitting there. It's like an hour long. There's 300 people and like no chance of the teacher calling, calling on you but you still got to follow along because of whatever reason. And by the yeah, end of I mean, it, you're like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, why, well, like, why did I not skip this? And I, it, it sucks to say, because, you know, going like looking back now, like I regret the way I did college just because, you know, I took advantage of the leeway that I had, but I did. I had three concussions in college, and there was times when I was like, "All right, I'm not getting out of fucking bed. Like, I'm get, I'm gonna chill here. Like, I'm either gonna go back to sleep or I'll fucking lay here." And you know, it's civ lecture. Like, there's 300 people that don't take attendance. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, that's, honestly, like that's how I think too. It's just like. I know yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, because you're my, you've been my roommate, man. You've seen it. You've seen it live, but. I mean, yeah, like, that's just, like, that's just to the point where it got, like, I, like, straining my, like, brain on, like, school, it, it, it honestly, like, I'd just be just as tired as, like, going to, like, a hard workout or, like, a hard practice, like, it, that, that's really to the point where it got, and, like, I just never understood, like, that's why, I, I, I mean, I've said it a million times, but I just never understood it, I'm like, I don't know why I'm like this, and, you know, like, people there obviously would i mean like i just feel like when i was there it was everything but like a concussion issue you know what i mean it's like you're not eating right you're not sleeping right oh you're not on a good schedule oh you're you know you're undisciplined like like look yeah. like now that i look back on it, i kind of know what i went through i was like man like i had fucking concussion issues and well, it just like, kind of swept under the rug you know and that's what you just said it too it's like you almost come to a point where you don't even know what you're tired from because it's like Sometimes your road trips are taking a plane somewhere. You get back super late, in like three, four in the morning. Sometimes for us, especially if we were like playing in Providence, we're driving mm -hmm. right back after the game. We're not getting back till three, four in the morning sometimes. So it's like you don't know if you're tired from that. You don't even you don't know if you're tired from schoolwork. Sometimes yeah. like two, two and a half hour practices, and we had situations where you had to go to skill sessions like twice a week in the mornings. And then you mm -hmm. do a class, and then some guys had night classes that were two, two and a half hours, three hours, some of them. So it's like it's easy to get caught in that rhythm and just not know what you're tired from and just chalk it up to it's practice or I got six hours of sleep last night or I was up writing a paper. You know, what, whatever it may be, the yeah. last thing you're thinking of or even want to put it on is a concussion because you just want to play. Yeah. Exactly, like exactly. You, you just want to play and – 
it's almost to the fact where it, yeah, it's to the point where it's like, yeah, you, you'll make any excuse up in your mind to say it's not that. Cause you know, that's just the worst case scenario. Like, I, I don't know. Like that's just, that's how I did it. And like, honestly, this ties in like, I think a lot to like mental health issues too. Like kids going through mental health issues. Like you may be like, Oh, I'm not getting out of bed today. Like, and you're always saying why, you know, why? And obviously you're in college, like, you know, we're, we're athletes, you know, you're going out on the week, like on the weekends, if you don't have games, you know, like you're, you're going to class. Like there's just a lot of things to blame it on. And I think it's just easy just to like push it to the side and say, Oh, it's, it's probably because of this or it's all oh, probably because yeah. of that. Or for people to say it's probably because of that. So, I mean, no, I, I mean, yeah. I, I did it firsthand. I remember like I, I was in and out of the lineup at Maine and there were, there was a point where, I got hit pretty bad over the weekend and I remember Monday rolls around and I was like, my head was still hurting and knock on wood. I don't think I've actually ever had a concussion, but I remember specifically after practice on Monday, I was like, all right, I still feel like shit. And I just remember sitting in my dry stall um, after workout, after practice. And then after a workout, I was like, do I go see the, the trainer right now? And I'm just like, I'll, I'll give it till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see how I'm feeling tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I, and, I, and like at that point, I'm looking at the line chart, and I'm like, I'm in the lineup. Like, I'm I'm in the fourth line, but I'm in the lineup. And I'm like, yeah. So you're like, I'm not. I, I'm not I can't risk it. <laughs> so like Thursday, <laughs> Thursday rolls around. I'm like, ah. I'm I'm in the, I, I made it this far. What's one weekend? <laughs> so like, yeah. I remember there was like two weeks where I had like pretty bad headaches and I don't remember I don't remember really get them and I was just like I, I didn't bring it up once you know and just mm-hmm. like that was a stressor that I was weighing on my mind it's like damn I concussed am I doing <laughs> am I doing the right thing and like oh, yeah. if I don't play well I'm out of the lineup it's like that's like the position that I was in too you know so it's like yeah yeah I feel like a lot of athletes can relate to that like, yeah exactly I, 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 I mean, it's tough in college because, like, obviously you get hit on a Saturday night. You're still going out with the boys. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. Then, <laughs> and then Sunday comes around, you're still, you know, hung, hung, like, whatever. You go out <laughs> with the boys, and then you're like, all right, I'll give Monday a shot, see how it feels. You still feel like shit on Monday, and then you feel a little better on Tuesday, and then <laughs> – you go to buy Louie for dollar beer and burgers on Tuesday with the exactly. boys. <laughs> and then Wednesday you feel like shit. So you still like, it, it's I like feel, a cycle, I feel, but, it, but it's on us because we didn't help our, like, I'm not saying it would have prevented anything, but like in college, like you're in this mindset, like, all right, it's Tuesday. You go to dollar beer and burgers at bar Louie. Like, yeah. and then you wake up Wednesday. You, you still, feel like shit. You're still hung yeah. fu panda, yeah. and then yeah. all of a sudden, <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh shit, maybe I have a concussion from that hit on Saturday." But then again, you cycle back to, "Oh, I crushed twelve beers at Bai Louie with six burgers." Like, yeah. And, and then Thursday comes around, you see the line chart. Like, all right, I'm still in the top six, or you know, I'm still on the lineup, and it gets to the point where. You're back out. You're playing Friday night. You're playing Saturday night. And it's just kind of like a cycle. And, yeah. I mean, it, we do it to ourselves at some points. A, a lot of the time, like, we're all big boys. We can admit that 
you know, in college, you know, we weren't the smartest or, you know, whatnot, but, you know, we made our own decisions and we sometimes didn't give ourselves the chance to actually let our bodies feel what it actually feels. Yeah. I'm not saying that's what you did Foles, because, you know, you and I had a much different college experience, (laughs) (laughs) but like, we both were along the same lines because I can tell you right now, I took however many hits and felt like shit. And I was like, ah, fuck it. Have a couple be it. Like, it is what yeah. it is. And then I got to pro and I'm like, I can't, like, I can't put my socks on without falling over because I get so light and like whatnot. Like, yeah. I, I fought a guy, and this guy beat the fucking wheels off me. Like, I'll openly admit, this guy fucking – I think I got hit in the back of the head like six times. And, mm-hmm. you know, I thought it was just like maybe a bruise or whatever. And I was out for a month after. Like, it's completely different, like, as you, you know, mature and whatnot. And it is it, it is tough in college, and, you know, it sucks to see because it's – you know, you get to pro, and then all of a sudden, like, you get a bad hit. And then for some reason, you get in these, like, you know, negative thoughts. Oh, fuck. I should have done this way back. Mm-hmm. You know, I should have said something. I should have, you know, focused in, you know, whatever it may be. And it, it's just tough because you never really know. Because, like, in college, like – Saturday night win, you sweep like one of the top ten teams, you go out with the boys, get crushed, yeah. and then you got a fucking headache. Yeah, but, but then little, it's like little do you know that it's because you got fucking blown up in the second period. Like Yeah, you, that's the thing. It's like you don't you don't know, man. Like you really and like dude, honestly, that's where I feel like teams need to have like a sports psychologist or something like on deck. Cause like I think of it now, like, you know, cause you know, obviously at Providence, like, I brought my concussion issues forward at a certain point to, like, the team. I, you know, I said, like, I'm not feeling right. I, 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 need, to, like, so I need to do something because I'm not feeling right. Um, and, you know, they brought me to see a doctor or whatever. Um, but like I said, like – you know, a kid like me, like, at that point, like, I was younger when I was in college. So, like, my sophomore year, I was 19 years old. Um, and, you know, people are telling me, like, the same things that, like, I'm sort of thinking, you know. So, like, like you said, like, you get blown up on a Saturday night game. You guys win. You're still going to go out with the with the guys. Like, you yeah, know? dude, he's still the first guy to pop a beer. Like, that's just yeah. how it is in college. And I'm not saying that's the right way to do it. Yeah, but it's just kind of like – it goes into, like, just, like, the team. Like, the, you know, you guys are fired up. Yeah, you got, like, your bell rung. Like, you know, that's what they call it now. But, like, yeah, you, you know, you're still going to go out. It's kind of that pressure of college. Like, you know, we've all been there. Um, yeah. But yeah. then, you know, you go you go in, <laughs> and I'm talking to, you know, different doctors, and they're saying, oh, well, you know, what, what'd you do? Uh, did you go out this, this weekend? I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, I, I did go out week, this weekend. Like, did you go to bed late? Okay. Like, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Late, you know? And then like, and then it's like, what do I look like? Doc? 
Yeah. And then it's like, then you're almost thinking like, and then you're almost thinking like, okay, you know, he's kind of like confirming it for like for you almost. You're kind of like, oh, I am fine. But like, you're not. It's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird cycle. Yeah. yeah but it's, it's, yeah, that's the thing. It's just a matter of aiding on the side of caution and just kind of doing your own due diligence to make sure that you're not just chalking it up to, oh, I'm hungover or, oh, I'm tired from the weekend. Like, don't let it go a couple of days if you're still feeling like shit. Yeah. Like, then, like, I mean, honestly, the best advice I could give now, like going through it, it's just like, know your body. Cause like, man, like I knew, I knew something was up. I just didn't know what it was, you know? And like, if I really could have done it, like, man, I would have taken, you know, a year off, you know, mm-hmm. my freshman year or my sophomore year just to get right. Exactly. Um, but like, you know, when you're in that, like, like you guys said, like you're in the lineup, you have things coming up you're excited for, you know, whether it's like, you know, you got a team, teams looking at you for different things or, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you know, you're finally in the lineup or like you're finally on the power play. Like, you know, I think we're all athletes and we're built to just kind of like keep going, you know, no matter yeah. what happens. And I, I think that's the issue. And I think that's where like, honestly, sports psychologists for each team, I think would help a lot because you can just bring that forward to them and you could have another guy saying, you know what, you're not feeling right. You know, kind of, yeah. kind of to confirm your, what you're feeling is, is not normal. Exactly. And it's like, even if you're not comfortable talking to the coaching staff and quite frankly, I think your teammates are for the most part, are going to tell you what you want to hear. Like, oh, you're fine. Like, it's fine. You know what I mean? Exactly. But if, you, if you can get an external source that you can confront that's a professional, it just yeah. – it makes the experience way – I don't know, um, way better than just talking to a buddy who's like, oh, yeah, you're fine. Like, yeah, you're tired. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. You actually talk to a sports psychologist who's a professional in this field and can help you, you know, walk through, walk through what you're going through if you don't feel like – you're comfortable going to the coaching staff, you know, which I think a lot of guys aren't you got, like, guys just want to put their head down and keep working, you know? Um, yeah. Like, but, like no one wants to be that like guy who's causing issues like in the exactly. locker room, you know what I mean? Like you, exactly. you don't, you want to be the guy who's just like never causes a problem. Always is like doing what he needs to do. Like, you know, that's just like, I feel like it's for any sport. Like, yeah. And it goes for anybody in the lineup too. I mean, like the, the top guys who are the leaders in the team and the guys who, you know, produce a lot, they want to continue having that, you know, being the guy and being relied on. And they don't want to yeah. like, take themselves out of that. And if you're a guy who's in another lineup, you don't want to come off as being negative and looking for excuses. So literally no one can hide in that aspect. Everyone's doesn't yeah. want to confront it and say, Hey, like I need a second or whatever it may be. We just have that mentality of just consistently pushing forward. So, yeah. Cause um, yeah, I mean, cause there was, there was an instance I mean at Providence when I, I brought my concussion issues forward at Providence before the season even started. And the feeling that I had was that like, I was just kind of like letting everyone down, you know, like, cause I wasn't playing and the coaches were saying, well, what's going on, Eric, you know, what's going on? Like, and I'm just like, I'm just not feeling right. Like I'm not, I, I need to do something about that. Like, well, what are you feeling? You know? And then like, like I said, it circles back to like everything we said and they're bringing it in forward. Well, you know, are you, are you going to sleep on time? Are you eating right? Are you doing this? You start thinking about all that. Um, and I ended up, I missed, um, I think it was a game or two. Um, 
and yeah, just the feeling of not being out there, you know, and especially with the concussion, because like nobody could see that I was like physically hurt, and everyone's just saying, you know, what's what's going on with Foles? Like, what's going on with Foles? Like, we we don't see anything wrong with them. Why is he not playing? And you know, it's like mentally that takes a toll on you too, because you're kind of just like, like fuck, like I really am not feeling great, but you know, like everyone in this locker room thinks I'm like faking it or like doesn't want to play or like giving up on them and like it's just a shitty feeling you get man and then like then it just you swing back and you say like all right you know what you know i'll I'll be all right you know so i i think that's a hard thing and i wouldn't say i'm being biased but i can obviously vouch for you after playing for the same coach I mean, Nate Lehman, you look at his track record, the guy fucking wins everywhere he goes. Like, the guy is, you know, top-notch coach and whatnot, but his coaching style is very different. But, you know, it forces you to, you know, want to be the best you can be, but it also kind of triggers this thing in your mind where you're like, whether you think the guy likes you or not, you're like, fuck, I want to do well for this guy. Like, and, yeah. you know, dude, I'll tell you right now, like, the amount of shit that I didn't bring forward, whether it was my shoulders or, you know, whatever, like, I can name four or five different things that I didn't even talk about because the last thing I want to do is let that guy down because, you know, that guy changed my career. He made, he made me such a better player and, you know – he incorporated so many different assets to my game that I didn't know I had. Like, he got the best out of me. But when you're a younger kid, a freshman, sophomore, a true freshman, not to mention, like, the last thing you're thinking about if you're is, fuck, I'm not okay with, like, letting someone think that I'm hurt yeah. or, you know, there's something wrong because – I don't want to be looked at as, you know, a pussy. Yeah. And it sucks. Like, that's a bad way to put it. But, like, you know, when I went into Providence at 18, dude, like, I went into summer school in a sling. And I did everything I could to try and get out of the sling before I even got there. Yeah. And it didn't happen. And, like, it was so detrimental to, you know, my mental approach to it that – and that was way before I even knew uh, Coach Lehman as, like, a person. But, like, even before that, like, all I want to do is, like, impress this guy and make him, like, feel, like, proud of recruiting me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, over time, like, I kind of got used to, you know, the way he did things and whatnot. And, you know, I'm grateful for – being able to play for the guy but like it is kind of a burden on the mind as a player not playing for him but just in general to have a you know an injury they don't want to you know kind of bring up or you know mention feel like you're a burden to the whole team by mentioning that something's wrong. And especially with concussions, so hard because, like, you're walking around, you're fucking jumping, the music's playing, you're playing Super Bowl. You're laughing. Yeah. Yeah. 
and people are like, dude, you're fucking fine. I'm like, oh, okay. Let me go throw up real quick and then we'll talk. Yeah. Like, well, that's another thing, man, is that like during, during practice, like I, like, I don't know if you remember this flow, um, but like, I would just, I would throw up during practice and like, I, I just never knew why. Like, I thought that it was, <laughs> I, I really, I, I those would, are called, those, those are called bag skates, Eric. <laughs> no, not after those ones, but it would be like five minutes into practice. Like I would, um, I mean, like if you could get, if other guys were on, like they could, like they would vouch for this. Cause like it would happen. It would happen a lot. But like, I thought I had, no, a bad, I, rem- I, remember, I remember, I thought that I'd had a bad gag reflex. That's what I thought it was. I like remember you. I remember you, dude. I'm not even kidding. I remember you explaining. You're like, yeah, I get this bad gag reflex. It just like I just I just throw up every time I do so. Like I just throw up all the time. I'm like, uh, it's not normal. <laughs> like, I was like, this guy's puking like two to- like two to three times a week. Like. Yeah, but you Gang thought it was, your it was a concussion. <laughs> now you're realizing that, though. Well, like, yeah. no, yeah, like the thing was, like now, like I, I honestly, like I realize it, like, cause, like I really, like at that point, I'd put anything in my head to say, like it wasn't concussion. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, dude, so, like, I'm not gonna I, lie to you. I remember seeing you like hunched over the boards, puking. Yeah, like I, I would just like re- I get, like I gag, like I just keep gagging and gagging during drills and. Like midway through a drill, like I just had to go over, I'd throw up and just get right back into it. Um, but I, I just like, like really like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like it's honestly sounds ridiculous right now, but like that's just like, that's what I do. I just throw up, I go back on practice, and then like I get it out of me, and then I just keep going. Um, yeah. But like, it, I mean, like I said, like I just literally everything. I I would just literally make shit, like make an excuse, be like, oh, like. You know, like, oh, it's the cold air. That's why I'm gagging, you know. It's just it's this, like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you, you do, like, you, you put every situation in your head for it not to be the worst-case scenario. But, yeah, exactly. I mean, you obviously were there with Doc Wally, right? Yeah, Doc Wally was there, yeah. Did you ever personally talk to him about stuff or maybe, like, these issues that you were going through and just to kind of, like, did you – pretty much did you ever utilize them at all in your time man, there? Yeah, like – like he, Doc Wall, yeah, he was around. Like, I, I might have, I went to him. I think it, maybe one time we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I, I was scared to, like, bring it up, man. Like, I, I really like didn't want people to, to know I was feeling that way. Like for, and I don't know why. That's just like how I. I think that's felt. just the Providence mentality in general because, like, obviously over my time like there was guys like their fingers were making a fucking zigzag because they were so dislocated and they wouldn't say anything because they didn't want to let anyone down and i'm not saying that as a bad thing i'm saying it as it's honestly a good thing because you're like all right wow you want to play for a guy that you want to impress so much and like prove that you are, you know, willing to go through a fucking wall for this guy. And, like, I'll tell you right now, like, I separated both my AC joints, my right one three times, my left one twice. And I have, like, these two spikes coming out of my shoulders because of it. And I, 
I said it once and then I said it once my freshman year and I started getting bagged. I was like, all right, fuck this. I'm not saying anything ever again because I don't want to miss games and get bagged because that's well, the yeah. worst. <laughs> but, but, like, especially but like, I don't want to miss games because especially from, you know, the background I come from in childhood, I had like, I don't want to look weak. I don't want to look like a, a little bitch. Like, yeah, especially to a coach. Like, I want to prove to him that I'm a like a fucking warrior, and I'm not claiming yeah. to be one. But like, I'll openly admit I played through a bunch of injuries because I enjoyed playing for Providence College. I enjoyed playing for Nate Lehman. Like, I didn't want to lose any sort of like respect or opportunity to miss any crucial part of whatever it may have been, whether it be a game or a couple games or like a week. And like, obviously everyone faces an injury that requires them to miss a couple games. Like there's shit that you can't like Mm -hmm. one of my shoulders, like I I couldn't lift it at one point. So like, obviously it's noticeable, but, I mean, it's shit like that that adds up, and then you kind of think about it as completely different when it comes to their uh, concussion because you don't think of, like, at least me personally, like, concussions are, like, they don't restrict you from making a pass or taking a slap shot or one-timer or whatnot. But yeah. it's the underlying feeling of – holy shit, I'm about to puke, or I can't sleep, or, you know, I can't read a full sentence. And, I mean, I'm not the smartest guy in the league, and (laughs) reading a sentence has never been the easiest for me. But, like, it's definitely a serious difference between my normal reading and then reading with a concussion. Like, it's just a a tough situation. You just – yeah, you just – you're in a fog, man, and, like, you can function in that fog. Like, dude, I can come I, – I can put on a face, man. My head could be pounding. I could be in the – you know, in a daze. But I can still laugh at a joke, you know. I could put on a face. I mean, that goes for mental health too. You could still put on a face, laugh at a joke. You could still go out with the boys and have a good time. But, like, you know, only you know how you're feeling. So, it's like in that moment yeah you feel like shit but everyone else in the room just looks at you being like oh he's fine like you know so yeah so before we wrap it up why don't you just talk about you know kind of uh how you adapted to obviously the you know recognition of the concussions and you know not being able to play um along the lines of, you know, feeling like shit every day pretty much and just, like, where the mental health thing uh, topic kind of took over and where you recognized that there was something actually wrong. Yeah, so, I mean, like, you know, with my concussions, like, like I, I, I'd wake up, like, I'd just be tired all the time, like I, like I told you. And, like, um, I'd be in a daze all day, and it, it, it would get to the point uh, where, you know, I, I noticed that, like, I think I've had just, like, terrible, like, anxiety my whole life. Um, and, I, and I don't know how much of it's, like, concussion-related. And, like, 
but um you know there was just I was just feeling a certain way and like I didn't even know that was anxiety like I didn't even know what it was you know and then there was a uh time where I was coming back Winnipeg and I was in the airport and I just had like a terrible panic attack it was like my first my first like really bad one I had um like my heart just started racing like everything was just going like super fast like I just wasn't comprehending things like you know right and I was sitting in the airport like alone yeah I I think I was in like Detroit or something and you know like I'm just expecting the worst I'm just like am I gonna die right now like I I don't know what was gonna go like why I'm thinking like that but I mean I've always had like a mindset just to like expect the worst I don't know why um you know, like going into like certain situations, I always just like think, you know, I always thought bad things are going to happen to me or, and I just like thought that was normal, you know, but like now that I like went through these concussions and like, I'm starting to like learn about mental health more. Uh, I'm starting to realize that like, you know, like you, you're dealing with anxiety. Like that's just what I have. Um, and I've met with doctors from it for it. And, you know, they said like, yeah, you know, you're, you got, you got pretty bad anxiety and that's just one of the mental health things that I dealt with. And, you know, there's been times where, like, I've gone through, like, little spurts of, like, depression, too. But, like, at that time, I didn't know it was depression. Like, I was just like, why? Like I said, why am I feeling like this, you know? Um, yeah. And, you know, the, the, wor- the, 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 you know, the worst of that was when I got my concussion. You know, I, I've probably sat out for probably, like, seven or eight months now. And... I was in San Antonio and I flew back home and like, I was just, there was a two week period, man, where like, I was just not myself and I was not feeling normal. Um, and I couldn't leave bed. I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to hang out with anybody. Like nothing was getting me excited. I was just in like a terrible state of mind. Um, and you know, I, I was, you know, and I'm, I was talking to like my girlfriend and like, my dad and like and you know i've seen different doctors and they're like yeah like we you know we think you have like a depression we think you're depressed um and then i just found ways to like kind of like you said adapt to it and just be like you know what like this is how you're feeling but you know sitting in bed all day isn't gonna make it better you know like you have to do as much as you can to limit to limit how you're feeling. So like, I just kind of like adapted to like a really healthy lifestyle. Like I try to eat everything organically. I try to eat foods that are like, you know, brain beneficial. Um, I try to work out as much as I can, you know, like I, I feel like my daily routine is like kind of like revolves around like, how can I like do things, you know, in my control, what can I do that can help my, you know, brain my situation that i'm in my mental health um because before that i just put that to the back burner i couldn't care i just wanted to play hockey you know um but i feel like that's how i've adapted i you know i stopped drinking i i've done this little Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> like things like that i just you know i just cut them out of my, i just cut them out and i said like i, I i'm just not doing these aren't helping me because obviously like the brain if you if you have whatever a brain disease or if you have cte like you can't control that right like i'm already at the point where if i had it i have it and if it gets worse it gets worse if it stays the same you know what i mean 
but I'm just trying to do stuff like in my control that makes me feel better. And I've just noticed little things. Like when I work out, I feel better. So I try to work out a lot. You know, when I eat a certain type of food, if I'm eating like shit for a couple of days, I feel worse than when I'm eating healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for, for yeah. those who don't know, what are some of the foods that you suggest that you eat um, that help the brain? Just if, if, for those who don't know, you know? Yeah. Like, honestly, like I eat like a lot of like uh, healthy oils, uh, like avocado oil, coconut oil. Like I eat a lot of antioxidants, like blueberries, green tea, um, all sorts of berries, to be honest, you turmeric. Um, you know, I've, I've just gotten into this whole kind of like diet where I try to get those things in my body on a daily basis, whether it's like a smoothie with all of them in it, or if it's just, you know, cooking in that type of oil, you know, just to get that brain beneficial yeah. nutrient in, in, in my body. So awesome. Yeah, no, that, that's great to hear. And, uh, <laughs> I'm going to joke around because, you know, I deal think I deal with things with humor. Like, yeah. I look back now, dude, like to think of Eric Foley using the fucking word antioxidants is like <laughs> absolutely mind blowing and like fucking avocado oil and shit like that. So like I mean that right there, dude, like I'll fucking take that to the grave. Like you with that one statement, dude, you've like that is complete proof of how far you've come and like, you know, it sucks not seeing you play but like the fact that you've kind of adapted and like made difference like made a change in your life dude like i'm i'm proud as shit of that because you know it goes back to fucking providence where we're eating like six month old cheerios out of the box like <laughs> i know right and, with and, cockroaches in them <laughs> <laughs> but like dude the end of the day um you know it sucks what is the path that you kind of or the hand you've been dealt but like you never know dude like it could develop into something so much greater than what you anticipated and the fact that you're you know aware of what's happening like so happy for you i'm so glad you came on i appreciate you coming on i think i'd speak with danny too that you know i think it's i think it's great that you're you know talking about it and you know, making a change because, you know, some guys, I mean, myself included, like something, some bad goes wrong, like you go down the wrong path, but like, you know, you're eating fucking blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, dude, uh, I appreciate you coming on. It's great. Uh, great having you on, you know, I think anyone that knows you, um, kind of understands everything that's happened but i mean yeah the, the day dude like nobody can take away the player you were and the player you'll always be you know remembered as and you know you never know dude somebody come out with some sort of fucking concussion protocol like help like get mm -hmm. you back and maybe get you a haircut but i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah dude i appreciate you coming on and uh i think it's gonna help a lot of people especially uh you know people that have had concussions or any injury for that matter. But, uh, I mean, I, I, I really do appreciate you coming on and, uh, you know, always got your back, always proud of you and, uh, maybe hang out sometime. I don't know. Maybe if you don't big time me. 
<laughs> no, dude, you big time me, buddy. I mean, yeah, right. Sorry, I'm a bit. I'm a business owner now. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> well, all right, fellas, it's been real. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on, and uh, hopefully, we can do it again. Yeah, you want to shout out? Uh, you want to shout out your uh, socials to get a little followers, or yeah, if you want to follow me on Instagram is uh twelve Eric ninety seven, and uh, my Twitter is uh. Eric Foley 11. I'll leave the Facebook out, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they but, did it, um, fellas. All right, fellas. Yeah, right, bro. Thanks, thanks again. For coming on.